Hey everyone, this is Jason Shepard, and you're listening to the Instrument Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. What do you think about using a flight simulator to help supplement your instrument flight training? Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A. Dot com. Thank you so much for taking your time to listen to the Instrument Pilot Podcast brought to you by M0A.com. This week's podcast brought to you by GroundSchoolAcademy.com, our number one rated online ground school. Pass your check ride or we'll pay for it. If you go through our entire online ground school, and don't pass your instrument pilot check ride, I will refund your money. Not just your ground school money. I'm talking I will pay the four, five, six hundred bucks, whatever it costs for your instrument pilot check ride. Now, where else would you get a crazy guarantee like that? Groundschoolacademy.com. Check it out. What are my thoughts on using a flight simulator in your instrument training? Or it could be in your private pilot training as well. It, it, certainly more relevant to the instrument rating though. Well, let me start out with this. I like the idea. I actually love the idea as long as you go about it right. For instance, I love the Redbird product. I think Redbird is a great company. I think Redbird delivers a great product. I think they support the product quite well. I'm good friends with many individuals over there at Redbird. I don't even mind. We can't all do a Redbird. I get it. I don't even mind a decent home-based flight simulator because not all of us could afford to buy a Redbird. Even if we could, could we convince our spouse to let us put it in the living room? (laughs) I'm not opposed to a decent home-based flight simulator. I've got one myself. Um, it's it's grown over time. I have a couple thousand dollars invested in it. You know, got the full seat and yoke and and actual individual instruments. And it's it's a couple thousand dollar unit, but you don't have to spend a couple thousand dollars. You can put together a decent home based flight simulator for under five hundred bucks. It's all about getting that right computer, or maybe you already have the computer that has the computing power to handle software like X-Plane, which I use X-Plane just because it's easiest. There's a lot of other software, depending on how technical you want to get. Uh, you know, Microsoft Flight Simulator's been resurrected here recently. I'm still an X-Plane guy through and through. Um, but I like the idea. I like the idea of using a simulator in your instrument training for... Let me go through it two different ways. First off, yes, there is the FAA-approved version in the Redbird where I can log X... Actually, they're trying. The FAA is trying to push we can log up to 20 hours in an approved simulator towards your instrument rating. How cool is that? That's that's beyond cool, uh, if you ask me. I would love for them to do that. Obviously, your home-based flight simulator, you can't log any of that, but although you can't log it, you get to log the experience in your brain because you're learning something through it. So yes, I'm a big fan of whether you can log it or not getting that experience. 
Obviously, it'd be nice to log it because it's going to chip away at some of those instruction hours and those required hours towards that instrument rating. But here's what I believe you should practice. Obviously, the big stuff, approaches, GPS, ILS, VOR, localizer, localizer, localizer back course, DME arcs, those sort of things. And you can just practice them normally. But let's push the envelope. Why? Because you can. You can set the weather down to break out at the decision height or decision altitude or right at the MDA and have to circle the land. You can set up a crosswind, some turbulence. You can put yourself in situations that you otherwise might not put yourself in or hope not to find yourself in, and you can do that in a flight simulator. You can shoot an approach to break out at 600 feet and have a vacuum system failure shortly after the final approach fix. Those are the kinds of situations I want you to present to yourself because you can. Because you can hit the pause button. Because if you get into a jam, well, it's no harm, no foul. We reset and start over and learn from that mistake, right? Practice approaches, but don't just practice approaches to practice approaches. Give yourself a challenge. Vacuum system failures, pedostatic system failures. Uh, Those are the sort of things I want you to practice on some more challenging type approaches. Practice your holds. Practice published holds. Practice non-published holds. Practice holds with time. Practice holds with distance. It's very difficult to practice holds in the airplane just because it eats up so much time. You could spend 45 minutes of a flight lesson just trying to get in the hold and making a few laps to get the time to work out. 45 minutes at 150 bucks an hour plus a CFI is expensive. Let's practice it in a simulator. How about your instrument scan? Maybe you're going from steam gauges, round dial gauges, to a G1000. You're going to be mesmerized for like the first 10 hours with just looking and learning that G1000. How can we learn it sooner? Well, we can practice that instrument scan. We can use all those same kind of buttons practicing on a flight simulator. I can practice my instrument navigation. I can have a CFI play the role of air traffic controller and vector me all around and practice that instrument navigation. I can simulate a loss communication situation. I can simulate all that and know what I should do and work through that procedure. Here's things I don't want you to practice because a sim is great for approaches, holds, instrument scan, instrument navigation. It's not great for things like landings. I, whether it's a Redbird or your home base flight simulator, Landings just are not realistic. I'm sorry. And they can work on it all they want, but landing in a simulator and landing the real thing are just a different ball game. Now, you get up to some of these Class D simulators and everything else, landings get a little more realistic, but for general aviation right now, they're just not that realistic. You just can't feel hitting the ground sometimes. Flight maneuvers, uh, steep turns, slow flight, stalls. In a Redbird, you can get away with practicing those things, but in a home-based flight simulator that's not an immersive experience, it, it's kind of hard to practice those sort of things. It's, um, it's good to practice it for the flow, the chair flying procedure through it, 
but it, it's hard to truly grasp it. It's different when you get to feel the nose break in a stall, or you get to get to sweat a little bit in slow flight because you're doing it in the summertime in July. Some things just need to be done in the airplane. Now, that doesn't mean you can't chair fly them. That doesn't mean you can't chair fly them with a little bit extra by doing it in the flight simulator. I'm just saying some things aren't the best to practice on the simulator. Landings, maneuvers, those sort of things. Anything with a strong visual reference, unless you're at least in a Redbird that has, or a simulator, I, I use Redbird kind of like I use the term iPad. It could be any tablet. Redbird could be any simulator. They're just the market leaders and that sort of thing. Um, as long as it's an immersive experience, I'm okay with that. So here's my homework, here's my challenge to you is to go buy a home-based flight simulator. Look at a company like Satech. Look at a company like CH Products. Go buy a yoke. You don't have to buy the rudder pedals. I have the rudder pedals. They're kind of cool to have just for taxiing around. It's really about all you're going to use them for uh, and keeping a little bit coordinated with some of your stuff and just maybe the habit of being there for sure. But buy a home-based flight simulator. Get a computer that can handle it so you're not, you know, you're not skipping and lagging and everything else. Or find a flight school that has a Redbird and, and rent it out because it's, it's half the price with an instructor of actually just buying, you know, renting an airplane out. And you get to pause and you get to reset and you get to feel a little bit of that motion. Home-based, purchase it, home-based sim. Redbird even has a thing called the Jaybird, I believe it's called. Um, I think it, or the Redbird J. I think it's just the J, J-A-Y, Redbird J. Um, for home-based guys to use something like that if you, if you want something. Uh, you don't have to set up a whole lot. It just sits there. It's its own dedicated flight simulator. Or find a flight school that already has a, a Redbird FMX or something along those lines. Um, it's a great, great tool to get and stay proficient as well, instrument pilots. So listen, if you are an aspiring instrument pilot and haven't passed your written test or worried about that check ride or just thinking you don't have as much knowledge upstairs as you wish you had, groundschoolacademy.com is where I want you to go. It's what I want you to check out. Join our number one rated online ground school and get our crazy guarantee. Pass your check ride or we'll pay for it. Listen, thanks so much for all you guys uh, do. Thank you for your listenership, your reviews, your feedback. We love it. Thank you for helping making our podcast series and m0a.com number one in iTunes. What a blessing. Guys, thanks so much for everything. Enjoy the rest of your day. And most importantly, remember, a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. See ya.